everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of Canipa Saves the World. We're your hosts, Avery Adams and Johnny Reedy. Today is our Thanksgiving edition special episode. Yeah. That's supposed to be a turkey. <laughs> I know it's not, but still. Close enough. I tried. <laughs> Let's kick it off with small talk. <laughs> How's your day going? Pretty good. How's your day been going? You're... <laughs> This small talk is the... We're always so vague about it. We're like, we're good. We're good. You're good. <laughs> I've been, I think it's going all right. Lots of essays. Man. A, lot, a of lot, essays lot of essays to write for our classes. If there's any other sophomores listening to this, we're all in this together. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we can all fail as a class. <laughs> let's go down. Yeah, let's go down in flames as a group. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, now... Let's do the Rock Crush Review. <laughs> On November 15th, there is a high school basketball game against La Prior uh, and Comfort, La Prior slash Comfort, at Canipa. Both? Yeah, it says uh, versus La Prior slash Comfort. How does that work? Do you guys play one team and then play another team? I don't know. It's my first year in varsity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the times are 4.30, 6, and 7. November 17th is a junior high basketball game at Batesville. Times are 5 o'clock and 6 for girls and boys, probably. November 18th, another high school basketball game versus McMullen. They're pretty good. <laughs> it's a good team. At Canepa again, 5, 6, and 7.30. All right. And then it just November 19th just says basketball open. <laughs> like open gym? or like? No, I think that just means we don't know who we're playing yet. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, that, that does make sense. Yeah. And you know what happens uh, November 21st through 25th? Thanksgiving break? Yeah. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Me too. We have to make it through this week, though. We're so close, though. We're so close. We can do it. November 22nd is another basketball game versus Sabinal at Canipa at 11, 12 o'clock, and 1.30. I think that's a Saturday. That would make more sense. No, no that's, that's a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. It's during the break. That's why. Okay. And then... Finally, November 28th, we have a junior high basketball game at Lakey. Nice. With apparently four different games going on. Five, five thirty, six, and 7. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, good luck to all those players. Yeah, to them. <laughs> to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to technically difficult segment. Is it the technically difficult segment? It's hard to remember. Yeah, it's the technically difficult segment. These in the title. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) All right. This week's theme is favorite relative. This is controversial. This is really controversial. For, you know, our respective families, so. Hopefully they're not listening. (laughs) If you are a family member, um, please go. (laughs) Yeah, if you are a family member. Unless you're the one being mentioned. (laughs) Yeah, if you are a family member, it's nothing personal, except it's all personal, so, (laughs) and I'm not sorry. It's only technically difficult. Well, I have favorites, I guess. I mean... Don't do this whole, everyone's my favorite thing. (laughs) I'm trying not to phrase it like that, but, you know. It's coming out that way. Yeah, yeah. I'll just talk about a couple of highlights, I guess. Okay. Okay. My aunt, um, she's obsessed with Goofy, like... Entirely Goof, obsessed. Goof from from Mickey Mouse. My apologies. What? How old is this aunt? She's actually I have no idea. Maybe she's in her late forties, early thirties. Oh, so. Wait. <laughs> she's in that time frame. So wow. The two okay. decades. So she just has goofy memorabilia everywhere. Like you walk into her house, and to the left of the doorway, there's like a couple of drawings from other family members that have drawn her goofy. Uh-huh. And then you walk into her living room, and on top of the fireplace, there's like goofy like trinkets and stuff. <laughs> Her mantle is a goofy. <laughs> yeah. Some people have like 
family pictures or maybe like an urn of some relative, but mm-hmm. she has goofy. goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh. That was what? on point. You're saying I sound like Goofy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the dumbest character on Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. I appreciate it. <laughs> Another relative of mine, my uncle, he one time bought a bus. Like, I've, I have no idea why he bought a bus. Is he a principal or? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes buses. He just really likes buses. How big was the bus? Uh, not too big. Maybe like a small bus. But it just, <laughs> I remember I was working. Oh, okay. It's a small bus. I see. I was no working for them one day and I walked out back to throw something away into the bins mm-hmm. and there was just a bus outside and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Saturday and yeah. you don't have kids. Why? <laughs> <laughs> is it like a literal school bus or? It was so faded out and so old. It's just like some random bus. I don't know what he was planning to do with it or if they still have it. That is crazy. That's weird. You talk about your family. (laughs) I can't think of anything else. Uh, My uncle, BC, he's just really cool. He's kind of eccentric just because he just buys stuff. He's like a gadget Mm -hmm. guy. And so he bought a sailboat. It was like a small (laughs) sailboat. It wasn't like a yacht or anything. It was just like... Like the basic... Build, yeah, like yeah. There's no railings. You can yeah. just... <laughs> it's like a competition type Immediately sailboat. overboard, like... Yeah. <laughs> so it was me, my brother, and my uncle. We were on the sailboat, and he was, like, showing us how to pull the ropes and do stuff and make it turn. And he's like, you know, we have to be careful because this thing can tip over. <laughs> I think you can see where I'm going with this. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to make an yeah. it Yeah. It gets a little tippy, a little choppy. And then next thing I know, we are perpendicular (laughs) to the ocean. (laughs) He's like, just slide in, just slide in. And so my brother like lets go of some rope that we're hanging on to. And he slides down like James Bond. He's like, no. And we have to go under like the arm that like holds the sail underneath. And so he's like, like super cool. I hit the arm <laughs> when I slide you down. You the whole thing yeah. down. <laughs> I did more like a Captain Jack Sparrow type getaway. <laughs> it's like a donk. Oh. <laughs> I rolled in. Man, I just love Uncle BC because he's crazy like that. <laughs> I also have an uncle. His name's Uncle Ice Cream. That's not his actual name. <laughs> I was like, on his birth certificate. Is it ice and then cream? <laughs> His, his real name's Michael, but I was calling him Uncle <laughs> Ice Cream. He is a multi-state of Arizona chess champion. That's <laughs> impressive. That must be really intimidating. I know. <laughs> He's like trophies everywhere From at his chess. house. They're just sitting on the floor. It's crazy. <laughs> he has a chess camp, and every time for lunch, we just have goldfish and gummy bears. That's the <laughs> uncle he is. <laughs> goldfish and gummy bear uncle. <laughs> and he was like different shoes on each feet and he's he's just weird how did he get the name of uh, ice cream because he would give me ice cream oh so he's uncle ice cream (laughs) (laughs) my uncle ice cream and uncle bc oh and uncle scott but i don't want to talk about uncle scott (laughs) Scott. (laughs) sorry uncle scott (laughs) all other relatives out there you're not worthy of canipa saves the world i'm sorry (laughs) all of the relatives that didn't mention my name i still love you (laughs) me you know you got some work to do. <laughs> better step up. You better step up. We, we have two other members of our crew here, so yeah. let's see what the results let's are. Let's see what happens. I was hoping that it wouldn't be one in one because then we'd have to ask for one of these <laughs> goofballs' <laughs> opinions. Goofballs. Um, so that means I win. 
Thank you very much. I'm sorry. All other relatives did what I said. I didn't mean it. I love you all equally. It's just BC has a sailboat. So you let the fame get to you. Yeah, don't, before you don't. got the fame. <laughs> <laughs> don't let the fame get to you. Exactly. All right, let's move on to world news. Okay. I hear you have an interesting story. I do. About presidents and turkeys. Yeah, so I want to talk about the official pardoning of White House turkeys. So basically, the president chooses a turkey. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't actually choose it, but uh, he's, got, he's, a, he's a little busy. Um, <laughs> he just takes all the time out. Like, yeah. in the middle of a meeting, he's like, guys, I have to leave. I have to yeah. pick a turkey. What are we going to do? About Ukraine and Russia. And, uh, whoa, wait, 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 wait. I'm late for my <laughs> turkey pardoning. Give me a second. Basically, pardoning the turkeys, he selects a turkey, and the turkey is spared <laughs> from being eaten. <laughs> Just the one turkey? Just the one turkey. Oh, no. The survivor's guilt that must come from that. I know. But, like, this isn't a new thing. Like, there's a picture here of uh, JFK pardoning a turkey and from, like, 1963. This has been going on since the 1870s. Oh, wow. So it started when Rhode Island poultry dealer Horace Voss began sending well-fed turkeys to the White House. They didn't always eat these turkeys, but the yearly offering gained his farm widespread publicity and became a veritable institution at the White House. And so, basically, his family did that for, like, 40 years. And then in 1913, they're like, let's spare one turkey, you said this. <laughs> And all the others, turkeys, get to cry <laughs> in misery. I don't know, we'll be crying for too long, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was making it dark. <laughs> Stop crying. <laughs> That's so awful. It's just turkeys. So, yeah. I always thought that was really funny, how the president does a whole... A whole ceremony thing. just to bless them. Just to, yeah, to no, pardon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> in the name of the Lord and Savior. In the name of the Lord and Savior, I protect thee from any harm. The rest of you, into the oven. <laughs> like piling in. A conveyor belt. This is so awful. <laughs> okay. Do you even like turkey? I do like turkey. It's I don't so good. Like turkey. You don't like turkey? No, I like like deli turkey. But mm. cooked turkey, it's not my favorite. Cooked turkey is the best. Deli turkey is not good. It's slimy. Yeah, but once you get past the part that it, you know, you has a consistency of, of like a wet snake, it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Let's move on to movie of the week. This week's movie of the week is Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I remember watching this movie and it was like, well, watched it every year, raised mm -hmm. on it since forever ago. So. Family tradition for yeah, Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Do you want to take us through the synopsis of the movie? <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> Alright, the synopsis of Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I said it, guys. Turkey, cranberries, pumpkin pie, and the peanuts gang to share them with. This is going to be the greatest Thanksgiving ever. The fun begins when Peppermint Patty invites herself and her pals to Charlie Brown's house for a really big Thanksgiving party. Good grief. All our hero can cook is cold cereal and maybe toast. Is Charlie Brown doomed? Now when Linus, Snoopy, and Woods Duck chip in to save the Thanksgiving day. With such good friends, Charlie Brown and all of us have so many reasons to be thankful. That was awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, the, the movie is kind of like super laid back. That's like a super exciting it's synopsis really intense for it. Scene. It's like <laughs> they're running to get turkey. Yeah, it's just like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise type. <laughs> You can just imagine Linus with his blanket, like... <laughs> Fluttering in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched this movie, then what, I don't know what you were doing with your childhood, but... Uh, <laughs> go back, watch yeah, the movie, back. and then come back and tell us what you think about it. <laughs> Leave it in the reviews, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you so much to Spearag for sponsoring today's episode. Spearag Quality Feeds can provide all the livestock feeds that you need and also supplies for all sorts of animals, even pets like cats and dogs. Head back to a time when customer service was the focus and the quality of goods was the priority. Spearag holds to those values today. Visit their website at spearag.com or call them at 830-279-6156. That's 830-279-6156. They're located at 3333-3333 East Main Street in Uvalde, Texas. That's a lot of threes. That's a lot of threes. <laughs> books. It's not Book of the Week, just books. books. <laughs> yeah. Book of the Week is a book that I actually just finished. It's called The Wizard's First Rule. Mm-hmm. It's by, um, what's the guy's name? Terry Good Terry Goodkind, Kind. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because it has some darker scenes in there. So oh, not it's so good. Not so good. Or kind. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's about this dude named Richard Cipher, which is a cool name. And he's just like a woods guide, but then like his friend's a wizard, and then sword happens. Sword happens. <laughs> yeah, he gets a sword, and then he has to beat this guy, meets a girl who has powers, doesn't know she has powers, reveals her powers, gets sad about his powers, and they're fine with the powers. It's it's a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really good, but let me look up the synopsis. The synopsis. Synopsis is so good. Wizard's first rule is the quest story of young Richard Cipher, who must find three magic boxes mentioned in a secret book of his father's. If he does not, the evil lord Darkenrawl will gain power over the living and the underworld plunging the world into a reign of terror. There's also a book. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to mention. There's a sword, though. <laughs> it's pretty good. I think that the writing is really blunt and efficient, because, you know, you'll be reading and then... Like, in one sentence, it would be, like, several hours later. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, wait, I don't know what time is going on. So, yeah, you have to pay attention while you read it. I recommend it. I'll have to read it. You don't have to. <laughs> but everyone else does. Everybody, yeah, everyone else does. You read it. So, so, story of the week, we asked the reporters to go out and ask a bunch of people in the school what they're thankful for. Let's listen to what that is now. I am grateful for our health and uh, all the blessings that we have in our life. And so I pray that we continue to be blessed and hope that everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Well, it's probably the past 10 years I can say I'm very thankful that I get to work at a school where I can watch my children grow educationally by sports and with friends. I'm very thankful both my kids go here. I'm thankful to be here at Canipa and to be around lots of kids all day and get to see just their faces, their smiles, and watch them as they have their journey through school. I am thankful for my family. I'm also thankful for all of my friends, and I'm thankful for my job. All of these things help me become a better person and do what I enjoy doing, which is teaching. I'm thankful for my family and friends. I'm also thankful for the ability to work here with Canipa ISD with the most amazing students and staff in the state of Texas. I'm thankful for many things, but above all, of course, I'm thankful for um, my family, my friends, and the opportunity to be here in Canipa. You know, starting my first year here in Canipa, it's been great so far, and um, I'm really enjoying it, so I am really thankful for that. Okay, so for this Thanksgiving, I am so thankful for my little girl, Chloe. She's happy, and she's a healthy little pumpkin, and I'm thankful for my family as well. I mean, we're all happy and healthy, so that's what matters the most to me. 
Wow, that was really fascinating. Thank you so much, Avery and Noi. Yeah, thank you. I'm also thankful for those things. <laughs> that brings us to the happy ending of Knipposes the World Season 4, Episode 5, presented to you by Technical Difficulties. Our editor is Brittany Hoover, audio manager and reporter is Noe Ballesteros, and our other reporter is Avery Torres. Then, of course, you have us, Avery Adams, and Johnny Reedy. This crew's host and producers. Thank you to our crew, our sponsor, Spearag, and the staff and students for the story of the week. And, of course, thank you so much for listening to today's episode once again. Yeah, thank you so much. It wouldn't be as gratifying if we didn't know that someone else was on the other end listening. Thank you so much for listening, and have a nice day. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.